Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Um, welcome to, like, the 365th day <laughs> of it raining here in California. Um, it has officially rained more in California than it has in Seattle. And Riley lived in Seattle for a while, and he was like, I swear it's rained here more. And I'm like, you're such an exaggerator. And then he, like, pulled up an article later that day. He loves articles. And he's like, look. It's rained here more than Seattle, which by the way, I'm not complaining. We needed the, the rain. And to me, it's actually very, very relaxing and soothing. Um, okay. So a lot to talk about today. Uh, okay. So I posted on my Instagram uh, a couple of days ago, but I was at the gym. I've been going to the gym a lot because now I have Equinox. So I I was going from Club Pilates to Equinox. And the reason why I did that was because Club Pilates was like, honestly, like 260 or something a month. And it was unlimited classes, but it was like just Pilates. And honestly, it was very hard to get in. It was the classes were always busy. And the ones I really wanted to get into, I could never get into. So um, although I love Pilates and I still will be continuing that um, at Equinox, I just felt like what I was getting for 250 you know, 250 or whatever, 260, um, at Club Pilates it was definitely nothing like what I would be getting at, at Equinox. So at Equinox, um, and this is not a plug or an ad or anything, but <clears throat> obviously the facility is beautiful, but they have a bunch of different classes. They have rowing classes, cycling, uh, Pilates they have, which Pilates is extra if you do want to take it, but they, when you sign up, you get one free class. Um, but then you have a bunch of free classes and then you have like, you know, your, your butt and your workout and your cardio and your yoga. And, um, they have Matt Pilates for free and, um, so many different things. I mean, the amount of like pickleball courts and they have a whole rooftop, uh, workout section. So if you like CrossFit and if you like all that, Um, or just like go taking a walk up, like they have like a, um, like a whole, like a runner's path, uh, on the rooftop. It's just really cool. And then the sauna and the steam room, which for me, I'm a sucker. That's what I've been wanting for a very long time. We almost bought one for our house because we are really just trying to, um, really hone. It's funny. Riley and I have always been like health and wellness, fitness, like lovers. And we know when we first met, we would always go on hikes together. And, you know, he was like, he had trainers and, you know, it doesn't really look like he has trainers, but he does. Uh, he just has a, he has a little pear body, my little, my little Riley. Uh, (laughs) he's going to kill me. Um, and I was, you know, really, really into working and I was like doing, you know, two a days and all this stuff. Uh, and so, and then obviously, you know, 
life happened and we sort of fell out of that and would like sort of dabble in, you know, working out and doing things, but not nearly enough as much as we wanted to, and especially because the pandemic and everything. And then, you know, I got suckered into buying the Peloton bike, which I rode like three times. And then, um, I actually ended up selling it. <clears throat> so, which he killed me for. <laughs> He's like, I'm never doing that again. I'm like, I know, I don't blame you. Um, uh, it was just the, you know, pandemic brain. So anyhow, <clears throat> we are now both signed up for Equinox. We are both going, we are very much excited about this. Like I said, you know, we're, we really want to, um, be our, like the healthiest versions of ourselves, and be really mindful as far as, you know, what we're putting in our body, like not to the extreme of, you know, like obviously we're going to be eating things and doing like, we're not live, we're not living off grid. We're not like farming our own stuff and we're not, you know, like checking the chemicals in our home. Like we're not going to those extremes, but we want to just like still be mindful of our bodies and whatnot. And so I go to moral of the story. <clears throat> so we go to Equinox and I, there's a free assessment when you sign up. Okay. And, um, it's like their Equifit, Equifit or whatever um, assessment. And they basically put you on this machine and, and you know, you hold on for a couple minutes and then all of your scans start to come out, right? Like how much water do you have in your body? Um, what's your body fat? What's your muscle mass? What is, you know, like the strength between like your left leg and your right leg and your left arm and your right arm and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, determining, it determines depending on like your height and your weight and your age and all that. So on paper, so I have, I'm 32% body fat, which is not great. <laughs> um, because I am five foot even, uh, so for depending, you know, because of my, my height and my age and all the things. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually gaining a little bit of weight back. Um, I'm also on my, on my period, which that's also another thing I wasn't talking about, but, um, I just started my period. So I'm, I weigh a couple pounds more and I think I'm at like 127.7 or something. I don't know. I weighed myself because it's funny. I, I actually don't like numbers and this is what I'm talking about. So, um, 32% body fat. Okay. So I, I see these numbers and it's funny. I was hesitant to almost look at them cause I'm like, I know I'm not going to like what I see. Um, and so she told me and, and explains all of it to me. And so she tells me the number and I'm a little mortified at first. I'm like, God damn. Cause Riley had taken it the day before and he goes, damn, he's I'm, I'm, I have 17% body fat. That's, that's so high. I'm thinking, I mean, or maybe he's at 20. I think he's at 20 and they want him at 15 to 17 or something like that. And I was thinking, 20%. Okay. And I was like, I'm probably in like the same, <laughs> I'm probably the same. So I, you know, the next day and I was like, holy shit, I'm 32. So and she's like, don't freak out about it. You know, look like you're fine. You had a baby. This is like, yeah, the baby's three, not really a baby anymore. Um, can't use that excuse anymore, but I will say, so after I did Ozempic, um, I, again, I did Ozempic for like a little over a month. And I will say I lost weight rapidly, but I also was losing muscle. And that's something to take note of if you're going to, you know, do this. 
um, it is said that it, it burns muscle as well. And so, you know, muscle weighs more than fat and, um, you know, muscle also helps burn fat. And so, uh, although you are losing weight, you know, again, it could be because you're also losing the muscle. So I definitely think I lost, I lost some muscle. And so for those of you who are like, oh my God, but you look so great. Blah, blah, blah. Look, I will say photos are very deceiving. <laughs> um, I have like un poquito of an ab on top, but like, look, I'm, I'm soft and that's okay. Like I am good with it. It's just what the, I guess what I'm trying to get at. Don't don't be so hard on yourself when you look at numbers. Okay. I don't like to weigh myself. The only reason why I started weighing myself now, because now I'm going to a gym that has a thing. And also I was feeling a little heavier and I was like, huh, I wonder what this weight, like what number this weight is. Um, just so that I sort of have like an idea of, oh, okay. But remember, I was also trying to lose weight because I wanted to get pregnant and not start off heavy. Um, because for my little frame, you know, being five foot, it's, it's a lot on your body when you're gaining 50 pounds, uh, you know, 50, but anywhere between, you know, 40 and 60 pounds, depending on, you know, how it goes. Um, I just didn't want to start off heavier. And so I think I started off with, when I got pregnant with Piper at like 127. Um, and then I think I ended up getting to about one, um, I want to say it was almost 150. D five, something like that. Um, and, and I, the, well, I did definitely check my weight when I was I, I, to the end with her. Cause I was like, damn, how much, <laughs> how much do I weigh right now? But anyways, um, the 32%, I don't give a shit. I actually genuinely don't give a shit. Um, and it feels very good to say that because I would have definitely beat myself up over it. Um, don't look at the numbers. Who cares? What matters is you are moving your body. You are, you know, you are living a balanced, healthy lifestyle. That's what matters. Okay. You got to live your life. You got to go and, and, you know, if you want a cocktail, have the cocktail. If you want to eat the cookie, eat the fucking cookie. Like you, you can't live in these crazy, uh, unrealistic, like, in this unrealistic lifestyle. It just, it, it, it's not sustainable. Like I appreciate, you know, the counting of the, of the proteins and the macros and the micros or whatever, but like, you don't have to live that way. Don't feel like you do. Um, and as, again, as long as you feel healthy and are healthy, right? Go to the doctor, go get your physicals, go make sure you're good. Like move your body, go get that vitamin D, breathe, meditate, like do all the things, but don't be so focused on the goddamn number. All right. Let's just let that go. And so I just feel like sometimes, and, and honestly, like when you look at different articles, some say, oh, you have to, for a woman, you know, cause men have a lower body fat percentage than, than females. And, um, or like where they should be. And I just feel like, you know, when, when you look at two different articles, one is like, oh, a woman should be in like, like the 17 to 20. And the other one's like, oh, you know, uh, 22 to, to 30 or something. And it's like, well, what, what, which one is it? You know, like, that's why I feel like it's all bullshit. Listen to your body, you know, 
talk to a doctor, like if, if you really are concerned or a trainer or someone that, you know, that knows their shit and can look at you specifically, every body, like the human body is different. Um, but we get so hung up on it. So I got a lot of messages about that and, um, and saying, you know, thank you for, for like not giving a shit and it, it makes us feel better. It's like, yeah, don't give a shit. Okay. Um, but also now switching gears, I got my period. So I, so I wake up and, um, and I'm like starting to spot. And again, this whole month I have been hardcore, like, you know, testing every morning and checking my levels. And, you know, I was doing the acupuncture and doing all the massages. And like, I listen, I was doing a lot of it, not everything. Cause it's very overwhelming. And you know, your friends are going to tell you, Oh, did you eat the pineapple core? And did you take this pill? And did you fucking like milk this cow to drink that nipple and not do like, I, it's just like, it's, it's crazy. The amount of things that people tell you to do, um, to get pregnant. And honestly, I just don't care anymore. Like, not that I don't care to get pregnant, but like, I just don't care to hear it anymore. Um, I also did a little PSA to people who are, you know, people who love you, friends, whatever that you're telling and sort of like complaining, not really complaining, but just like telling your fertility journey to like, oh, I can't get pregnant or whatever. And people are like, just stop stressing about it. Just stop stressing. It'll happen. It When it happens, it's going to happen. When, when the baby wants to choose, it's going to choose. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Shut up. Cause that's not what we want to hear. Okay. Um, in like the kindest way possible. Cause like, I know it's coming from a good place, but honestly, shut up. Like, we don't want to hear that. We just don't want to hear it. Um, it's like, stop stressing about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me just like turn that switch off. <laughs> Let me just stop stressing. Oh, okay. Then I'm done. I'm going to get pregnant now. Like it doesn't work that way, guys. It doesn't work that way. And I think anyone struggling with it, that's like telling someone who's having a panic attack, just relax. Doesn't really work that way. Uh, so highly, highly recommend um, if you are a friend um, trying to give another friend advice, just be like, hey, like I'm here for you. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm sure it sucks and I'm and I'm sorry you're going through that. Like I'm here to support you, you know, like just be supportive. Uh, don't, don't try to give a remedy, especially if like you have, you don't even, if you haven't been through it, just like try not to. And I, I really, I genuinely mean this from like a very kind place. I'm just saying, I hear this about 15 times a day and it's very annoying now because it's just like, guys, it's not that fucking easy. It's not that easy to just like turn it off. But with that said, I am actually turning it off. <laughs> what I mean by that is, um, so I started my period. I started spotting and I posted on Instagram just being like, you know, because I'm really going to the gym now to just like, I'll get on the treadmill and I'll just like get shit done. And what I was realizing is that there was so much, this is why it's so annoying because yes, you do stress out about the baby thing and that's probably why it doesn't help your body. I understand all those things. Um, and 
what I'm realizing is that I put my life on pause. And I know that you guys know this because we've been talking about it for so long, but I put my life on hold. Like I put the wedding on hold. I put the, you know, certain travel things on hold and like what I want to accomplish like in my, like physically and and the things I would like to do. And like, I want to, I want to fix my breasts, for example. I have implants in my, in my breasts and I have, um, I'm getting like the ripples and the, you know, all of that from, I have like saline and I got them when I think when I was like 18 or something, 18. Yeah. I I was so young. Um, and you know, like when I lay flat, you can see the ripples in my breasts and you can see my areolas from fucking outer space. So like, you know, there's like things I want to get done and I've sort of been like pushing it off until, you know, the next baby and, and other things, right? Um, like vain things, but still things that I want to do that are going to make me feel good. Uh, my business, for example, like things that I want to do with this show and, and how I want to expand and, and like my, my career, I feel like I've put everything on pause over this child (laughs) or over wanting this child. And I know that a lot of you guys can understand this because it is, you become so consumed in it on the well, if I get pregnant now, then in nine months, like you have, you plan for it, right? Whether that's unexpectedly or subconsciously or whatever, like you do plan, you do just plan shit out like this. And so, um, and financially, right? Like, okay, well, if we're going to have another baby, then it's going to be another cost and another. So, and that's why when people are like, just stop stressing about it. It's like, you can't just stop stressing about it. Like there's a lot of things that come with it. Um, and so, and so I started spotting and I was like, you know what? I felt defeated at first because you go through the emotions and I'm like, okay, you know what? I've done everything I could do. Granted, some are like, you didn't do enough. Fine. But for me, this is enough. I've done, I've, I've gone to the doctors. I've gotten checked for the things I I feel I should get checked for. Don't let anyone shame you on. If you really wanted it, you would, you would have tried harder. You know what? Thanks, Linda. But you know what? I'm good. In my heart of hearts, I feel like I've tried and um, I'm good. I'm good. So I told Riley, you know, I started bleeding and stuff and I was like, it's not happening again. And like a part of me wanted to cry and I don't know why I want to cry now. I think you just feel like. Maybe I have like a little bit of guilt from like when I got pregnant with Piper. I was like so, you know, it was obviously unexpected. And I was not that I was ungrateful, but you know, you have like those thoughts of, you know, do I even want this baby? And, you know, part of you feels like, fuck it, like, is this karma? Because I, the way that I, you know, had the first and how all that played out. And I know, I know, I know, you know, can't beat yourself up over it, but it's just naturally like that's, you know, the thoughts that go through your head. Um, and so, you know, it gets really hard. It gets hard to like, not to beat yourself up over it or like, am I not doing enough with like my body? Like, am I not treating my body, you know, good enough or, um, am I lacking something or, you know, am I just like, does God not want to give me another baby, you know? So all those thoughts. Um, so anyways, I start bleeding and I come down and tell Riley like it's not happening and you know it's like mid morning rush of like getting Piper 
you know, her, her lunch and things. And, and, um, I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen this month, you know? And, um, he's like, it's okay. You know, like, it's all right. And like, he's, he's always, he's so supportive and, um, and, you know, I had this thought of, but this is exactly what I wanted, right? I wanted my little family and I have it. Like Piper, if anything, is a miracle. And I am so grateful that if I never have children, um, you know, after this, like I'm okay. Like I have her and she is more than enough. She's more than enough. Uh, and so, and of course, you know, there's always, you know, um, adopting and, and all that, but but if I can't physically have another child, I will absolutely be a hundred percent thankful and, and feel very fortunate like I do that I have her. Um, and so, and so we, um, go about our day and, you know, make our lunch and I'm like trying not to let it overshadow just like being in the moment and, you know, feeling very, very fortunate and blessed for what I have. Um, and so I go to the gym, I drop her off at school. I go to the gym and I'm on the treadmill and I'm just like, you know, moving my body, working out. And I, you know, post on Instagram, just like about how, you know, it's probably not going to happen anymore and, and how just working out has really helped me in like my mindset. Um, but then I also had this sort of epiphany when I was like walking on it and I was like, wow, like I really did put my life on hold for this, for this little you know, for this little, like a baby that doesn't even exist yet. Um, and I, and I'm good. And I, and I finally felt like, okay, I'm good. I'm releasing it. I'm releasing the thought of, of maybe it's not in the cards for us. And if it is fantastic, but I'm done. So, um, went home that night and Riley and I were having dinner and I said, I'm ready to, or no, actually he said, um, so let's just get married. And I said, let's do it. Like, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to like, just move on like with our lives and like move forward and just do the things that we want to do. So, um, right then and there, he started like looking up some venues and he's like, look about, look at this one. He's like, what's your dream wedding? Like, what do you want? And, and we just started talking about it and we got excited and, um, you know, just like looking at different venues and, and, you know, started like talking about who we would invite. And, you know, I mentioned all of you guys, <laughs> um, but like, you know, just getting excited again. And then like, and then when I went to bed that night, I do all of my, I do all of my like creative meditative work, like right before bed. And I started getting like, like all these like creative juices again. Um, and so I was like, oh my God, I just like started getting all excited about, you know, like now I can push forward with, with like doing the things that I've wanted to do, right. With like the live shows and all these things. Cause again, I've been talking about it for so long, but I haven't been putting enough like emphasis and time on it because I've been so like, well, what if I'm pregnant that I can't drink? And I'm, is that going to be boring? And then like, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like that's where my brain goes. It's funny. Cause like Stassi from Vanderpump Rules, like she's doing a whole tour and she's pregnant. And I was like, Right. Like you can do it all. Like people do get pregnant or have, you know, walked down the aisle pregnant. People do still work and while they're pregnant and do all these things. Like you can still be fun and still like you can still do life while you're pregnant. So if it happens, it happens. But I'm going to just hit play on my life again. And um, and I'm very excited about it. 
I have to say. So already have so many things in motion, literally in 24 hours. And it's like, God damn, if I could get all this stuff done in 24 hours, I can't even imagine the shit I could have gotten done the past year. <laughs> but you know what? I had to go through it. It was a learning curve. And you know, when this baby, if it, if the baby is meant to come, it'll come. Um, but I am moving right along. I am not checking, uh, any of my levels anymore. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm not going to get fixated on that. Um, but I'll obviously still continue doing things that feel good for my body, right? Doing the Pilates, doing the yoga, doing the working out acupuncture, whatever. Um, just things that I feel like are going to benefit me whether or not I have a child. So that's where I'm at. Is this exhausting yet? Sorry. Um, but I just had to, I just had to share that with you guys. Cause I just feel like it's just been such a, you guys have been on this sort of path, you know, and, and, you know, journey with me for so long. So that's where I'm at. So no more baby talk. <laughs> and if you randomly get a surprise, I'm pregnant, then, uh, then you know that, um, it was definitely going to be a surprise. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take Athletic Greens AG1 every morning. Um, I talked about this on my social media because I am a true believer about the uh, of this brand. Uh, so, Athletic Greens is basically a supplement. Okay. It's, it helps with your gut health. It boosts your energy, your immune system support. Um, I am not really a fan of taking pills, okay? I'm not good at it. I can take them. I'm just not good at it. Um, but with this, this is like easy. It's in your fridge, okay? It's a powder. It's about a beautiful packaging. You pour one scoop into your water, into your smoothie, however you want to take it. You take it down and you've had literally every vitamin, everything you need with one scoop. I'm not kidding you guys. This has been, and, and you know my problem is I would take it and then I started feeling so good and then I would stop taking it. Um, so my thing is you just got to keep taking it and I promise you guys are going to see results. Um, and I have tried a bunch of different supplements out there. This one actually, everyone's main question is how does it taste? It almost tastes like a sweet vanilla. If you guys can picture that, I know it, it's green, but it doesn't taste like leafy green. So it's not disgusting. I promise. Um, but again, if you guys are sensitive to, to, to taste, just put it in a smoothie. It is so, so good. So with one daily serving, I am getting long-term gut health with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients. Um, Athletic Greens was founded in 2010 and has been part of millions of mornings since. And um, AG1 is not only the best all-in-one solution for daily nutrition, it also saves you time, confusion, and money. Each serving costs less than $3. So if you guys are looking for a simpler and more cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you listen to this, a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. You guys, it's a free year of supplements. Like I promise you, you're not going to hate me after this. You're going to love me. Go to athleticgreens.com slash humble. That's athleticgreens.com slash humble. Please go check it out. So 
Uh, also, just to retrace uh, what we did the last few days, we went to Riley's boss's house um, for a demolition party, and it was very cool. So his boss bought like this beautiful – actually, technically, it was like two houses next to each other in Balboa, um, like Balboa Bay area in Newport Beach. And it's like right on the water. It's stunning. And and he was going to uh, – he's basically demolishing both houses and then building from the ground up. Very lavish, I know. And so we were invited to the demo party. So he's like, bring your hammers, bring your – you know, your headgear and, uh, and your spray paint, we're going to, we're going to tear this house down. And so, you know, the kids were invited and everything and we had, it was very fun. It was very, very fun. Everyone was like, you know, breaking walls and breaking glass and, um, kids were spray painting and it was really, really cool and, um, highly recommended if you're ever tearing a house down, (laughs) have a little demo party. Um, but the house that he's building is going to be beautiful, but being there was so crazy because, um, you know, Riley was like, Hey, that guy, that guy's worth a billion dollars. Like he, uh, he owns, um, the McLaren formula one and X games. And then he's like, Oh, and that guy, that guy, uh, was a billionaire at 27. Um, (laughs) just had Trump over at his house. Like, you know, like it's like crazy, uh, the people that are there and there wasn't that many people, but it was, um, all billionaires except us. (laughs) Literally just us. We were definitely the brokest ones there. Um, but you know, I guess it's nice company to be kept. No, Heather was not there because I know everyone's going to be asking that. Uh, so anyways, that was very interesting. It's funny because, you know, when you're around all those people, you're like, wow, like, you're so rich. Like, (laughs) like what's it like, you know, like what's it like to be a billionaire with a B? Oh man. And then Riley got invited to, this is actually the, the cool part about, you know, being in, um, in sort of like an affluent group. Not that I am, but he's definitely way more involved. Um, and I am by proxy, but uh, he is in, he was invited to the formula one race in Miami with Piper Heitzig and it's, you know, VIP tent. I think honestly, each ticket is like $30,000. Like it is ridiculous. Um, and he was invited because obviously he blends with them. Um, and it's a super, you know, once in a lifetime experience. And so he's so excited about that. Um, and I'm so happy for him. You know, he works his ass off and, you know, when he gets invited to really cool things like this, I'm like, yeah, go. Like, this is why you do what you do because you get to, you know, have these epic moments in your life that not many can say that they're going to get, you know? Um, which is so funny that the show is called Humble and Hungry, right? Because it's like, that is the the epitome of what I feel like we are in our life. Like, we are ultimately incredibly humble individuals, but we're hungry to grow. We are hungry to like be successful and, 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 and like build something 
that eventually can give back and and we can, you know, leave a mark and leave a legacy. Like I think you can I think both can exist together. And so I feel like in a way we are doing that. Um and so I'm I'm just I'm really excited about just the future and and the things that, you know, he's creating and hopefully the things that I can create. Because, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes when you're a woman and, and you're next to a very successful man, sometimes you you can feel as though, you know, you're just there to take care of the kids and take care of the house. And, you know, it you sort of feel lost a little bit. Um, and I feel like I am not anymore. Um, I was there for a second because, you know, when Riley and I met, I had my career and I was, you know, doing very well. I was very busy. I was, I was doing shit, you know, and that came to a screeching halt. And then I became a mom and then I had no job. And then I'm like on unemployment and super depressed and emo and stuff. And so, you know, going from, from this high to the, like the actual like rock bottom low to now where I am and making money and, you know, making moves and, and trying to build a brand. Um, you know, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. Like you got to put in the work, but I have to say it's very empowering and it's very nice to know that, um, you know, I can stand next to him and feel like I have shit going on for myself. And I know I have a lot of girlfriends. Um, we talk about this all the time that it's just very hard navigating through these times when you are a new mom, because you just feel like you just feel lost and you feel like you don't want to ask your husband for money, but you know, you also don't want to leave your kids to make, you know, a job that's not going to pay enough because that you're pretty much just paying for the nanny and you rather just be there. It's a really, 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 really interesting, um, time and, and hard to navigate. And unless you are full blown in your career and that's also very difficult because then you have to go straight to work and then you can't be with your babies, right? Both are very hard, but at least you have your identity and you have, you know, your job and you have an income. And so there's, there, it's a different type of hard. Um, but I will say, you know, from the girlfriends that I do have that have sort of were stay at home moms and then started to like make a little side money, they felt so incredibly empowered. And so just so that you know, if you're listening at home and you're a stay-at-home mom and you're feeling, you know, like a little down and out and and in that space, I highly recommend that A, you breathe and remember that these times will never come back. They're only little for so long. Um, and if you have the means to be able to hang out with them and take care of them, then you're doing exactly what you're meant to be. Don't feel bad about it. But if you feel this like longing that that you're missing a part of yourself and a part of your identity, I would start to, when the kids go to sleep, start looking up things that that make you happy. Maybe it's like a side um, hobby. Okay. Start start it off as a hobby. And then if you can make money doing it, fantastic, but do something for yourself. Okay. Because your kids, yes, they're little only once and all the things that I just said, but also you need to be happy and you deserve to be happy and you deserve to have a little me time and and feel like your old self again, your old new self. You know what I mean? So that's all I have to say because when I when I was feeling real fucking down, 
nothing was going to get me out of my funk until, and, and until I was ready. And I had to get myself out of that. Um, and that's why I leaned into podcasting. I leaned into talking about it. I leaned into, you know, um, into my anxiety and depression and postpartum and all of that. And, and I really had to like step out of my comfort zone and do something that scared the shit out of me, but, um, but still made me feel like a person, like a, like I was my own person, not just Piper's mom or not just Heather's assistant or not just, you know, Riley's fiance. Like I, I needed my own identity and I feel like it's just so important that you have your own identity. You're not just someone's mom or someone's wife or the daughter of someone. You are your own person. Remember that. Uh, it's very, very crucial, I think, as us humans to feel like we have a purpose and feel like we are meant to be here. Um, so that's all I have to say on that. But I love you. I see you. If you need help, if you um, need advice, I've been there. Message me. Let me know. I'm always here. Uh, I feel like we're friends. So, you know, don't be hesitant. I have a lot of you guys who message me like, hey, I want to start a podcast or, um, hey, I need advice. I got let go. You know, what are like the next steps? I'm happy. I'm happy. And I've I've messaged you guys at length um, one-on-one about, about these things. But Listen, it's it's never too late to start something. Ever. It's never too late. It's just about starting. And I feel like where I had a problem, especially this past year, about like progression and, you know, and and taking my what I'm doing to the next step is I would write everything down and I had all these ideas. I would never take action. And that was my problem. I would never take action. I never sent the email. I never sent the text. I never uh, I never, you know, just hit send. And that was my problem. I never physically took that next step because I was always boggled down by what wasn't happening or in my life or, you know, the fear of failure or what if they don't respond? Hey, what if they do respond? And what if that thing does happen for you? And now that I've, I've taken, I've switched that perspective and I switched that mindset it's funny, like I'm going to have Jackson and Brittany on from <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Like they're coming on the show. And um, I have this other, I, I have the owner of um, uh, East and West Gem, like the, the diamond company coming on to talk about the diamond that I want to, you know, sell and and buy new, which I'm actually very excited about because I feel like she's going to explain to us the difference between all the the diamonds and, and all of that. Um, and Brittany and Jax, that's, I mean, that's cool. Have them on, talk about Scandaval. <laughs> um, just like, you know, and, and, and a few other people that are down the list, but I, but I'm just excited to, to feel as though the things that I am thinking of, I'm putting now into action and now I'm seeing the results. And I feel like that's where we get stuck. We have all these ideas and then we just never hit send and we never take that step forward. So just take the step, do it today. If you're thinking about it, just do it. I don't know what it is that you need to do, but just do it. Just try it out and see if it works, right? Worst thing that can happen is someone says no, or you don't get a response or, you know, whatever. Best thing is that it actually happens for you. So, um, 
there's my words of wisdom today. I feel like I needed it as much as maybe you did. Um, I'm excited about pressing play, pressing play on my life again. Um, and seeing what the future holds. So, um, with all that said, I love you all. Thank you for being here. So many new, uh, patrons over at, uh, over on Patreon. Remember you guys can go back and listen to all the episodes. Uh, there are dozens and dozens of episodes, um, that I have recorded. So you guys can go back and listen. I'm going to be doing Patreon lives, uh, very, very soon. Um, and I'm going to have, you know, a lot of things coming up and, and Patreon will definitely be the first place that I go to, um, to talk about things and, and, and give you guys updates because that's like, I always say, it's like, you guys are like my sisters, um, over there. Not that you guys aren't here. I appreciate all of you, but sometimes I, you know, I can get in trouble on here. <laughs> so over there, I can't really get in trouble. I can talk shit and, and mention people and, 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 you know, not get, not get uh, canceled. <laughs> Anyways, or sued. Okay. Love you all. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Remember, hit that send button. Make that next step. Make the move. You only got one life. I love you guys. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.